Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome to Biz Bites Monday. Today, what we're going to be talking about is your ideal client and how do you know if they're your ideal client? So this is what happened the other day and this happens frequently. So like if you sell anything and you have a money objection, this podcast is going to help you. So how do you know who your ideal client is? I want to give you some ideas today to help you embrace standing firm with your ideal client. Now, first of all, this is for you, um, no matter what kind of industry or business you're in, whether you're a service provider or you're selling a widget, who's your ideal client? I think sometimes we think that, you know, everybody loves Coca-Cola, but you know what? Coca-Cola markets to people who like Coca-Cola. And there's a certain demographic that loves that versus Pepsi. Like my dad, he loves a Pepsi. And I'm just like, ugh, I hate Pepsi. I don't even drink soda. So I'm just randomly saying, you could use this for anything. You could say Nike versus Adidas, right? You could say um, cats versus dog people, right? So you're going to be marketing your thing to them. And some of you are service providers. You're a chiropractor. You're an attorney. You're a consultant. You're a coach. You're a clinician. You're a homeopathic nutritionist. Like whatever your service is, your area of expertise. All of you need to really identify like who is the person who's going to be buying. Because all along the way, there's going to be price objections. Whether it's a 99 cent Coca-Cola or it's a $25,000 consulting package. There's going to be price objections if you're marketing to the wrong people. So you're like, well, what about the 99 cent Coca-Cola, Mary? Okay, well, there's people who buy like Costco Coke, right? That reminds me, for those of you who are old enough to watch um, The Office, um, oh God, now I blanked out on her, her, you know, the new, um, after Pam left the new receptionist, anyhow, she was like, they were in some party, <laughs> they're in some office party. And somebody's like, what do you want to drink? And she was like, I'd like a Kirkland soda, please. A Kirkland soda. Y'all that is, I think like Costco brand soda. Okay. So there's a market for that as well. So you can't argue with me on that there's always going to be someone who wants something less expensive. My question to you is, is your market the person who doesn't value the product or service that you are offering? And then the next question, of course, comes, have you effectively marketed so that you are attracting value shoppers versus price shoppers? So the other day I was in um, with a group of entrepreneurs and and also my clients, they will give me this too, right? So I, I work with um, huge companies and work with the, the female owner. Typically in, you know, it's, it's frequent that they are in male-dominated industries, strong, powerful, amazing women, probably the breadwinner in their family, the one that 
earns the money and that pushes them up against all their traditional values. That will be a beautiful, amazing conversation that we're going to have another day. But today it's like, okay, so I'm in this conversation, these business owners, and they're like, you know, Sally Jane isn't buying my thing because she says she has to ask her husband. Huh? Well, you got a dilemma here. The question becomes, are you marketing your thing, your whatever it is, demonstrating, conveying the value so that she is so sold that it's not her disrespecting her husband, but that her husband really has no say so. Like when, well, this is like, when the hell are we as women stepping into own your own freaking money, make your own money. What kind of relationship are you in if you're always asking your husband permission to spend something for yourself. You know, it's this lie kind of circle. And this is what I want to encourage you. So salespeople, look, I know that we have to really, really the top objections are like pricing, like money, time. I don't know if it's a good time. And you've got to ask somebody else. So do you have the decision maker? Is it the, is, you know, uh, they're going to come up with like money and it, it may not be the right time. Do you have your objections handled in your marketing? Are you already overcoming them? Are you already pointing out the benefits of now's the time? Are you already overcoming the objection of around money? Do you build in the lifetime return on value? Let me say that again. Lifetime return of value, ROI. Oh, I'm sorry. Lifetime return on investment like the value, which is the value. So do you build that in the lifetime return on investment? Do you talk about that? And whether it's not like a homeopathic person who maybe has created this special herb that helps people sleep better. Like, are you talking about the return on investment? If it's a hundred bucks a bottle, even how are you going to feel better? What's your life going to be like? You're going to be so much more productive. You're going to feel amazing. You're not going to yell at your kids anymore. Oh my God. It's the same thing with the 25,000 or a hundred thousand or a 10,000 or a 5,000 consulting something. Are you talking about the ripple effects for that engagement with you, working with you for the lifetime for this woman? So anyhow, here was the conversation that I had, you know, it's like clients are like, um, and in this group I was in, they were like, you know, she, I, I keep running into, she has to ask her husband. So I said to the woman, it's either, you know, are you in the, are you in the market of marketing to women and your target market is women who have to ask their husband, right? Think about it. What you attract to you is how you're actually showing up in marketing. So if you keep bringing people to the table that are like, I'm going to ask my husband, it's like a couple things. Here it is. Either you've not marketed effectively to show the value of your offer. You're not great at sales or that comes up with you. Or here's the big one. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Here's the big one. You haven't cleaned up your own like money stuff and your personal value and self-worth and esteem stuff. What do I mean by that? If you're not like so sold on your thing and you're not in it to win it with your own offering, well, first of all, that's a huge problem, right? You better be like, if you're not going to buy the thing that you're offering to the world, then that's a huge, massive problem. Huge, massive problem. You need to be so in it yourself for whatever the offer. 
you're like, hell yeah, these hundred dollar pills are amazing. Like my life is radically different or of course, $25,000 to learn how to X, Y, Z, ABC, or you, you know, and this isn't everything, right? This is everything. Like you, you want to have a better marriage. It's 15 grand working with me, right? Boom, done. We're going to work together for three months, six months, whatever your number is. It becomes irrelevant. See with the number when your soul sold on this will help you. So that's my question for you today. Here's your bold action step. Number one. What are the objections that keep coming up? Number two, am I so committed and in it to win it with my own product? Do I love my own product? Is it amazing? Do I believe it a thousand million percent that is transformative? It's going to make a difference in people's lives. And number three, if I'm on a sales call with someone and they give me an objection, am I skilled in a selling conversation? And I didn't say arm twisting, by the way, but in a selling conversation, are you able to navigate that? Now you're able to navigate that with practice, by the way, right? Selling is like practice. You don't, we all don't know this. And finally, the question is when Sally Jane gives me an objection, is it an objection that I've given before? So if it's pricing, have you invested heavily in something? Do you take a hundred dollars sleeping medication or whatever, or, um, you know, natural something, have you invested $5,000 to work with somebody, $25,000, a hundred thousand dollars? Have you done this? Or here's another one. Like if time, if time is a factor and objection, they're like, I just don't have time. I've got four kids. And you're like, Oh my God, I've got four kids. I know you don't have time. I don't have time either. Really analyze your conversations, really look at your marketing. Okay. And enjoy the rest of the day. And if you, by the way, need some support around helping you close sales, I have a um, something for you. Ready? Um, MaryBignell.com slash close the deal. Go check that out. Go, go, go get, grab the link in the show notes because the, the proper link, the exact language. So you won't forget is right there. And what that is, is a training. I'm going to help you go over. uh, There's an audio, there's a video, and there's my template to help you walk through and navigate having a great sales conversation without feeling like you're twisting people's arms. That's not what we're about. So go make it a great day. Be bold. And remember, you deserve to lead a life on common. Talk to you next time. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life on Common podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.